Beloved brothers and sisters, dear listeners, Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. I ask Allah Azza wa Jal that He allows you and I to benefit immensely from this halaqah and allow myself and all to hear something which would be of great uh, spiritual benefit to us. And whatever we hear and we share, may Allah Azza wa Jal make this a proof for us and not against us. May He enable us to practice on it. Ameen. Yesterday we read up in the chapter on the consequence of sins. And um, I'll read one, two other narrations from here, statements of some of the salaf, before I move on to the next chapter. Shu'aib ibn Abi Sa'id narrated that a man said, Ya Rasulullah, kayfa li an a'lam kayfa ana? O Messenger of Allah, how can I know what state I'm in? Qala idha ra'ayta kullama talabta shay'in min amr al-akhirah wa abtagaytahu yusira laka wa yaradta shay'in min amr al-dunya wa abtagaytahu usira alayka fa in fa'alam annaka ala halin hasana. He said, whenever you see that whatever you ask, whenever you ask for something in the next world and you seek it, it is easy for you. And when you desire something of this world and seek it, it is hard for you. Then know you are in a good state. No, whenever you see that you ask for something of the next world and seek it, then it becomes easy for you and whenever you desire something of this world and seek it, it is hard for you, then know that you are in a good state. And then, فَإِذَا رَأَيْتَ كُلَّمَا طَرَبْتَ شَيْءٍ مِنْ أَمْرِ الْآخِرَةِ وَابْتَغَيْتَهُ عُسِّرَ عَلَيْكَ وَإِذَا طَرَبْتَ مِنْ أَشَيْءٍ مِنْ أَمْرِ الدُّنْيَا وَابْتَغَيْتَهُ يُسِّرَ لَكَ فَأَنْتَ عَلَى حَالِ الْقَبِحَةِ When you see that whenever you ask for something of the next world and seek it, it's hard for you. And when you ask for something of this world and seek it, it is easy for you, then you are in a bad state. Related by Imam so we learn from here is that the criteria of success and failure in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is far different from what is the criteria of success and failure in the minds of the people. The person is making dua, Ya Allah, please facilitate for me something of this dunya. And things don't happen the way he wants it to be. And they're always just challenging. But then he says, Ya Allah, please make it easy for me to go for, for Salat al-Fajr to the masjid. I didn't get my job. I didn't get this interview. I didn't get this investment the way I want it, etc., etc. But I would like you to inspire me to go for Aisha to the masjid. I would like you to inspire me to be able to serve people, to do khidmah in the masjid. MashaAllah, everything just falls into place. Opportunities pop up. And you're able to make it for Fajr, you're able to make it for Aisha, you're able to go to the masjid, you're able to do things. This is a good sign, in good shape. On the flip side of it, anytime you put your hand, your hand, you know, on, on dust also it turns into gold. Wherever you look, tons and tons of opportunities for the dunya are made. And it just comes so natural to you. But to connect to the akhirah, to prepare for the akhirah, that becomes filled with roadblocks then you're not in a good state 
so the criteria of success is how much does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept from you? Ease, make it easy and facilitate. What is tawfiq? Tawfiq is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala puts all the things of this world, puts it in place, asbab, means fall into place for you to then be able to do everything you need to do. Not only are the means fall into place, but then you're inspired to also do it. It's like the path. Like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Layl, فَسَنُ يَسِّرُهُ لِلْيُسْرَى And then another place, after that, فَسَنُ يَسِّرُهُ لِلْعُسْرَى Allah facilitates for you, تَيْسِيرُ Makes it easy for you. لِلْيُسْرَى for ease, meaning Jannah. One tafsir of that. The Jannah becomes just easy for you. You're just on a roll. Everything just becomes, mashallah, following the deen. Your desire to follow the deen, and the ability to follow the deen, all just falls into place. And the number hand was in Yasirhu Lil Usra. Doing things of the hereafter, doing things to take you to hellfire, on the other flip side of it, starts becoming easy for people who are destined to go there. One hadith Rasulullah said, Kullun muyassarun lima khuliqalahu. Every man is created for, every man will be finding himself to be facilitated for what he's been created for. If you've been created for Jannah, you'll find yourself being easily doing the actions that will take you to Jannah. On the flip side of it, if you've been created to hellfire, Allah protect us, you'll find it easy for you to do those actions. I think about right here in Darussalam, how many people move from different parts of the country for their children's education. And there's, mashallah, t- tens and tens of families like that. These people literally uproot themselves, uproot themselves, from everything they had for the past 30 years Sometimes it's done within one week Sometimes done in two weeks Sometimes a little bit more And they end up over here And they go through so much sacrifice Beautiful home Paid for, paid off home And now subhanAllah they're in a small uh, You know, fifth size One, si- one fifth of the, what they used to live in And renting Some used to have a nice larger place Now they're renting someone's basement Someone, subhanAllah, had a, a large single-family home with a beautiful yard, whatnot. Now they're in an apartment. For what? For the children's deen. These people are not in bad state. They're in great state. They're in great. The fact that they are able to make this sacrifice. Just yesterday, one brother, who's not here today, so I'll share this story. He told me that, you know, alhamdulillah, he had a beautiful home. Very big, high-paid position elsewhere. He gave that up to come, to, you know, to this side. You know, moved from that part, another part of the, the country or another part of the state to come nearby. And he said, we don't live in where we live, but he said, I just, to, just to tease my son, who mashallah is also regular here and after Asr, I always see him. He said, I told my son, Berta, let's, you know, we're gonna, we, you know yeah, we don't have a nice proper home here, so let's, let's move. Just to tease him. And the son's like, no, 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 not at all. Please, we don't need, we don't need a bigger place than this. We don't need a nicer place. This is fine. Just because I want to be you know, near Darussalam, and I want to come and pray all my salahs, attend the durus and whatnot. MashaAllah. That sacrifice, who would not want a 9, 10-year-old like that? Who would not want an 18-year-old girl like that? Who will tell her parents like that? That we can forget my friends, forget my sac- the, the beautiful home that we had. This is much better because we're here for the deen. So there are many families that we, I see, and it reminds me of this statement right here. They're making sacrifice for the deen, and t- biting the bullet has become easy for them. Even though other people are like, Are bichare log, misakin, poor guys, what are they going through? No, they're not poor. You and I are poor. These are not masakin. 
We're masakin. These are people, are lucky people, who there's been easy for them to sacrifice for the deen, and Allah is taking this work from them. Because sacrifice for the deen, you, not everyone can do it. You're, you have to be chosen for it. Just like a person has to be chosen to be part of the you know, special forces. Not everyone can just sit there and you know, just make sacrifice. Not everyone can join the ranks of Abu Bakr and Umar naturally. You're very select few. So similarly, those who find themselves uh, making sacrifice for deen, alhamdulillah, make prayer salatu shukr. Thank Allah that has given you the ability to make that sacrifice. He's given your spouse the ability to make sabr. He's given your children the ability to make that sacrifice. That is a huge gift of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Excellence of worship. Excellence of worship. Hassan radiallahu narrated that the Prophet said, Rahimallahu qawman yahsabuhumun nasu mardan wa marda wa mahum bi marda. May Allah have mercy upon those whom, whom people assume are sick when they are not. What do you think of this? Anyone have any input in this statement? What do you think this means? May Allah have mercy upon those whom people assume are sick when they are not. I'm asking. Anyone here would like to share what this hadith is referring to? Meaning these people, if you look at them, like for example, let's say, let's say at iftar time, before iftar, you see someone who's not having a, you know, masjid, we're not sitting in the masjid, but rather is a, a person who's doing a labor work outside. Say he's, he's a laborer somewhere. He's physically, he's a grueling day, picking up things, moving things and whatnot, in the cold and when the summer in the heat. Either way. Now when you see him before maghrib, what is his condition? Right? All his lips are cracked and he looks so sick and fatigued. And you want to see by everything, okay, he's not sick. It's just that in the ibadah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he's exerted himself that he looks sick. He has fasted all day for the sake of Allah and going through a very grueling day for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has mercy on such people who people think they are sick due to how they seem. Weak and f- and frail and feeble, but the main thing is that it's just their ibadah. And similarly, a person who, you know, after one week in Ramadan, you look at him and he looks in like, "Are you sick?" No, but he's only been sleeping four hours a night, or four hours in a day, or whatever. He's reading Quran constantly and doing dhikr constantly. That you're that you think that he's sick. People who are in, uh, you know. You know, you see a lot of people with sad faces. People cry, snuffles, right? People crying. But subhanAllah, what about those people who cry out of the love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Many times students say, today someone asked me, oh, what if you don't understand Arabic? How are you supposed to enjoy salah? So alhamdulillah, I was praying taraweeh one night here, next to a person throughout the entire salah. I know he doesn't know a word of Arabic. Throughout the entire salah, he's crying. He's, you know, his, you could see it the effects of crying as he's in salah his shoulders are shaking and he is so visibly emotional throughout Taraweeh he doesn't know a word of Arabic what is it? it's the heart is taking effect from the Quran Abu Jahal knew Arabic but then do any difference to him Arabic is helpful for the one who Allah wants to give guidance but Arabic, knowing Arabic is not mandatory to take benefit from the Quran especially in Taraweeh salah if you say this is the word of Allah I'm listening to him, the, my word my, my Allah is talking to me Meaning, if this is a letter of your beloved, if you love Allah, then you will enjoy salah. 
And beloved friends, there's people who are so who cry excessively, who become frail and weak and don't eat out of love for Allah. There's people like that. They always look as though they're lost. They become thin. In ishq and love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah Jalla Jalalu says, Surah Al-Baqarah, second Jews, Those who believe in Allah are in extreme love. They are extremely in love with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah grant you and I the sweetness of this love. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to slowly start understanding what it means to be a ashiq and a lover of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There are many instances in the books written of the pious of the past who would spend the entire night repeating one verse again and again. And there were times when these young people, many times young women and young men, by the way, young women and young men, who literally, who literally would die on a prayer mat. They would pass away. And people would come and say, this is the shaheed of Allah. The love of Allah, he has died in the love of Allah. Meaning the heart was too weak to withstand and handle the extreme love that they were going through. This is something I know we're going to be looking at me and like, what? what are you talking about? But this is something, my friend. Just like the Sahaba, if they were to look at us today, Wallahi, they would think we're crazy. Can any, can any of those Sahaba imagine how we are addicted to our phones? Can any of the Sahaba imagine this is that ummah that was, that was supposed to do what we continue on the legacy with what we are doing? But these people can't even stand up for four rakah after hajjud. What, I mean, imagine what, how they would look at us and, and, and really feel like what a waste we are. So similarly, we can't understand how those old people were. They were true men and women in the past. That they would burn up out of love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When a person does dhikr, La ilaha illallah. It's not just La ilaha illallah on the tongue, not nothing on the heart. La ilaha illallah, may Allah allow us to say it from our hearts. But when a person says it, it creates warmth and heat of the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala within the heart. And they become so intense that if a person does not sprinkle some Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa on it, a person will, bar, you know, will burn inside. That's what love is. So these are people who become, who become sometimes sick due to access to a lot of ibadah. And sick due to their immense love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna rajula, Ali ibn Abi Akbar narrated that Abu al-Ahwas said, Inna rajula la yatruqu al-fustata fa yasma'u fihi kadawiyya al-nahl fa ma balu ha'ulai ya'manuna ma kana ulaika yakhafun A man would pass by a tent and he would hear a sound like bees humming. What is wrong with people who feel safe from what these people feared? What an amazing statement. That why is it that the people of the past would spend the night humming Dua and crying While we spend the night sleeping away And relaxing even during iftar and suhoor time There's no fear on us He said why are we fearless From those things which the previous people Were so afraid of The wrath of Allah The punishment of Allah Displeasure of Allah Allah not accepting our deeds How come we're so relaxed about these things Ghafla, heedlessness They would spend the night Even in a tent you'd go walk by a tent You would hear 
them's humming, begging Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for forgiveness, qubuliyah, and acceptance. Mughayr ibn Shu'bah says, Qama Rasulullah sallallahu The Messenger of Allah sallallahu stood until his feet were swollen. Qalu ya Rasulullah, the people said, O Messenger of Allah, Qad ghafar Allahu laka ma taqaddam in dhambika ma taakhar. Allah has forgiven you and your future and past wrong actions. Why are you sitting here crying? Qala afala akuna abdan shakura. He replied, should I not then be a grateful slave? This is that the Prophet alayhi salatu salam. Who, would, who was already the chosen one from amongst all of humanity, yet this is his level of uh, you know, relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You call it fear, call it appreciation, that he's standing up until his feet become swollen. Ta'us narrated that the Messenger of Allah said, لا يسمع القرآن من رجل أشها منه ممن يخشى الله عز وجل The Qur'an is not heard more pleasantly than, the one, than from the one who fears Allah. What is the best tilawa? The tilawa from a person who fears Allah. To listen to that. Now you have all sorts of technology to beautify the voices. You have the big, big, what do you got? The big microphone there, huh? So it's in front. Then they have the auto-tune. Is that what they said? Auto-tune. Sometimes the tilawat is so nice, then you see the guy who's wearing it, the one, the guy, the way he's dressed, sitting there listening to the Quran. You say, where is the khuf of Allah? The one who's is, on, you know, all the four or five cameras, one top, one right, one left, just so that every move, every twitch should be, you know, viewed by people. Such an emphasis on the looks. Just you think about it. Tilawa itself is bad. It's such a high chance of having riya when we recite. But where's the whole? Where's the whole emphasis on the physical appearance coming from? Just quietly listen to the Quran. Why do we have a society that emphasizes so much on the video aspect of it, and then multiple shots and shots, uh, multiple views of that? We are just shifting away. Subhanallah. Our focus should be listening, not for Quran from influencers. Quran from people who have the most views online. This is now the cry. Listen from someone who fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That can have the highest effect on our heart when we listen to the Quran from someone who fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May, you, may Allah azza wa jal make you and I from amongst such people who recite the Quran with such fear, who listen to the Quran from such people who have this fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ameen. Hakim ibn Umair narrated the Prophet said, Man lahu babun min al khairi. If someone has a door of good open for them, for him, he should take advantage of it. If you have a door of goodness open, run, enter it. He does not know when it will be closed on him. So if you have an opportunity something to do something good today, do not delay it till tomorrow because you don't know if that opportunity will still be present tomorrow. I remember I heard a story once. It's just a nice story to... to, to to take a lesson from. Then a man was walking through the marketplace to his home with his servant with him carrying his goods. A beggar came and said, Please, sir, I don't have anything. I don't even have a shirt. Can you give me a shirt? So this wealthy person said, Okay. After a little while, 
He took off his shirt and he gave it to him right as they were walking towards his own home. And he walked to his home in a t-shirt. When he arrived to the house, or even before, the servant told this businessman, why is it that, Chaudhary Saab, why is it that you took your shirt off? Why did you not just wait till we go home? We're only 10 minutes away. Then you could take your shirt off and give it to him or buy, get a shirt from inside, give it to this man who said he didn't have a shirt. And the response is, is what we're trying to ask Allah to create within us. He said, he asked, for, he asked for me for anything I have, including my shirt right now. And I felt sorry for him and I wanted to give it to him. And I was afraid if I waited till I got, get home, I may no longer feel the desire to give him. As long as the intention is present, I want you to immediately take care of that. SubhanAllah. So that's how it should be. When we're attending an event and there's a fundraiser of any sort, anywhere, you have a desire, swipe your card or give your check right then and there. Many times we make niyyah to do good. We all have been there probably. And you say, inshallah. And then you literally go home and you forget about it. Or, and now it's been one year later and someone reminds you or you receive a letter in the mail that by you pledge such and such place. Can you please fulfill it? It's Ramadan. And you're thinking, why did I, why did I do this? What if I didn't receive this letter? Right? Eight, nine months ago, I raised my hand, got everyone's dua, this, that, and I stuffed I didn't fulfill it. Because we delayed it. Shaitan, he, makes, he wants us to delay it until we forget it. Khuthayman, <clears throat> narrated Abdullah ibn Mas'ud said, لا ألفين أحدكم جيفة ليله قطرب نهاره Do not let me find any of you like a corpse at night. Corpse. Dead. Meaning not waking up for tahajjud, not waking up for anything. Dead, you know, lash Do not let me find any of you like a corpse at night, but an energetic animal during the day. But an energetic animal during the day. Because we are supposed to be energetic at night as well. Like the Sahaba, they said, it's about mentioned about the Sahaba, They would be riding the horses by day and riding their prayer mats at night. They were knights. They were knights during the day with their armor and their swords. And then there were monks at night. This is the literal translation. Fursan is Fadis, is someone who's a horse rider, a, a knight. And Rahib is a monk. So this is where success comes in. You work all you can during the day, and then you cry all you can during the night. The next section, inshallah, which we will, uh, with Allah's tawfiq, cover tomorrow, it's called Sorrow and Weeping. How the, the elders and the companions of Rasul Sallam and the Tabi'een, how they used to uh, always be in the state of uh, or a good portion of the time in the state of fear and sadness over just what's going to happen. I mean, in, in, you know, in the, that will come naturally when we truly understand what's happening. Someone whose beloved is in the hospital in, during, in surgery, you cannot see him sitting there watching the next episode of something. He's sitting in the, in the waiting room. His fingers are twitching. He's, he's drying his tears once and putting his head down, burying in his lap once and making dua and simply uh, you know pulling his hair wondering how, is, how did we end up in this accident how did this happen naturally when you know what you're dealing with you will feel like this 
but people who are, do not know what they're headed, where they're headed, they don't know what they're dealing with, then they don't have time for feeling sad. They don't have time for weeping and, and crying. So we ask Allah to uh, allow us to improve on, on the quality of our actions and our good deeds. May He make us amongst those who are regular in our tahajjud throughout the year. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala more importantly allow us to improve the quality of our actions. May He fill our hearts with His love and make uh, all of us from amongst those who long, who long to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We'll do some dhikr now and then the brothers can go downstairs for dua. Inshallah. لا إله إلا الله محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا إله إلا الله 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 محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم صلى الله على محمد 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 صلى الله عليه وسلم 
Inshallah, brothers can proceed downstairs and join us in the dua from downstairs. Inshallah.